0: Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit.
1: And our Father, who art in heaven, forgive us this day. Yeah. God gave you and I this day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God gave you and I this day. You don't have any power on your own to command the day or the night. You don't tell yourself, you know, there's something also, there's something amazing that we do. Alright. I'll say, Oh, you know what, Charlie, next week, let's meet. As if next week is in my pocket. Hallelujah. We say, oh, Charlie, next year by this time, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that. Forgetting that times and seasons are in the hands of God. But we just say it because I normal, it's normal. You just quote it just like that, that. You know, tomorrow at five, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going for lunch with this person. You, you understand? We just, we just quote it. Alright? Forgetting. <laughs> the Bible says, this is the date that the lord has made so if god has not made what the year 2023 who are you to go into 2023 if god has not made next week mm? if god has not made right how how do you say next week Charlie I'm going there all right so you ought to be what grateful you ought to be what grateful Say, Father, I thank you. And you know, you, you when we rise up early in the morning and bah, we are just going, we pick up our phone and we check one or two notifications. And you know what? Check some likes. Who has called? Who has not called? Who has received uh, Momo Alert? And so on and so forth. And you don't even check up with God. You don't know I even mean? say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for giving me this day. Hmm? Hallelujah. And so we ought to give God thanks. We ought to be what? Grateful to God. Hallelujah. And so I also want to use this opportunity to honor our spiritual father, Apostle Kinsley J. Godson. The man who covers us, the man who leads us, the man who protects us, the man who guides us, the man who counsels us, the man who lifts us up. The man who hears our call. The man who hears our cry. The man, the said man. Our father. Apostle. Peacefully. A Jay Father, we honor you. We honor you. We honor you. We thank you so much. For the good and wonderful things that you do for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good to have a father. Oh yeah. It's good. It's good to have a father. mm mm-hmm. One of the meaning of Father is source. Hallelujah. It's your source. Praise the Lord. This keyboard has a source. In order for the keyboard to work, it has to be connected to a certain source. So in order for your life to work, you need to be connected to a source. Oh, you don't think so? Yeah. You need to be connected to a source. And God has given us a source. Hallelujah and his name is Apostle Caisley and Jay come on put it out together for the Lord put your hands together for the Lord hallelujah praise the Lord I also want to salute my senior pastors I see Reverend Barrow remember I salute you I see Reverend Andrew I salute you man of God <laughs> hallelujah I see Reverend Anna, Reverend Robin Reverend Roland, Reverend Della, Reverend Butcher, Reverend Chris And every other reverend minister in the house of God, in Zion Impact, global, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And of course, I want to honor you as well, my God and my King. You are God's chosen people, hallelujah. You are God's chosen people, hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. And please take your seats in heavenly places, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I am believing and trusting God that by the time you leave here, your life will not be the same. Somebody didn't say amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anybody that encountered Jesus Christ, that person's life was never the same. There are so many countless examples in the Word of God. Hallelujah. And so when you come into the house of God, one of the things that you ought to do or expect is that God will touch me. Amen. Or you came here because of Reverend Andrew. Then you, you are wrong, bro. You are shocked. <laughs> if you came here because of <laughs> Reverend Andrew... <laughs> Hallelujah. And then they are mistaken. Hallelujah. We came here to meet God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Who can tell me the theme for this month? This one I'm expecting that tally. by now. Now everybody's hands moving up. Who can tell me the theme for this month? Anybody? Spiritual alignment and what? And what? divine harvest, hallelujah. Spiritual alignment and divine harvest. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to share something with you concerning uh, spiritual alignment and divine harvest. Praise the Lord. I don't really have a title for the message. The title of the message is the theme for the month. Hallelujah. Do you, you, you understand? All right. Spiritual alignment and divine harvests. So shall we read our base scripture from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 3. Asofo, can you please help me?
0: Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might live that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Amen. 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 This is a very key scripture that Jesus
1: Christ quoted when he faced the enemy in the desert or in the wilderness. Hallelujah. The focus point here is that man shall not live by what? Bread alone. By bread alone. But by what?
0: every word
1: that every word not some words but what
0: every word
1: everywhere word that that's what proceeds from the mouth of the proceeds lord. from the mouth of God hallelujah He says man shall not live take note of that word live. hallelujah man shall not live by bread alone in other words man lives by bread praise the lord we are not neglecting the fact Or the reality of bread. Hallelujah. But man is made in a way that he does not, or God doesn't want man to live by bread alone. Hallelujah. It is possible for man to live by bread alone. However, any man that lives by bread alone, you will not walk in spiritual alignment. Praise the Lord. So, man has been created to live by bread and every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. So, if you are here or if anybody denies himself the word of God, what you are telling yourself is that you are not going to live. Praise the Lord. And for us, our theme is what? Spiritual alignment and divine harvest. If we want to be aligned spiritually and we want to harvest what God has given to us, then we must take every word that God says seriously. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, this is what we're going to talk about. Spiritual alignment And divine harvest. But before we move into that area of spiritual alignment and divine harvest, I want us to consider a few things. All right? All right? Oh, the church is quiet. Praise the Lord. Now, Bible says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was what was God. Hallelujah. And so we see a similarity or an equation here that what the word of god is simply god praise god let's look at the book of hebrews chapter one verse one to three i think yeah hebrews chapter one verse one to three
0: hebrews chapter one verse one to three god who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets as in these last days spoken to us by his son Mm whom he has appointed heir of all things, all right. through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his son, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Amen.
1: Amen. Do we see the sequence here? He says what? God at sundry times spoke to us through his words, his prophet, God spoke. Hallelujah. But in the last days he has done what? Spoken he has spoken to us, to us by, by what? His by son. his son. Praise the Lord. So in the beginning God spoke. Praise the Lord. He spoke. He made mention of things that he wanted to see in the in the, in the realms of the earth. Hallelujah. But he says what? In this last day what has he done?
0: To us by
1: he has son. spoken to us by His Son, and His Son is a person. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And that life is what we are talking about today. Everything that God wants you and I to receive is His life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Everything that God wants you and I to receive, God wants us you and I to um, uphold and joy. Is all about what His life. But He started by speaking. Praise the Lord. And in these last days, he has spoken by his son. Praise the Lord. Now, when you look at life, life in general, all right, there's a definition that I've read in here. It says, life is any system capable of performing functions. This is a basic uh, definition I've given about life. Life is what? Any system that does what? That is capable of performing what? Functions. So let's take the human life for instance. If you say someone has the human life, that person is able to perform the functions of what? Human beings, right? Right. If we say an animal or a dog or a cat, all right? The reason why that thing is a dog, the reason why that thing is a cat is because it possesses a certain form of life called what? The cat's life or the dog life or the whatever life. Hallelujah. But you realize that all these things are called life. Right? They are life. Right? We have plant life, animal life, um, and so on and so forth. All right? But even though they are all life, a cat cannot be a human being. Do you understand that? The cat... don't understand don't worry you understand hallelujah and so many things but the cat cannot be likened to a human being because it does not possess what the human life so is god god is life hallelujah oh hallelujah god is life praise the lord And so anybody who has the life of God is able to do what God does. You didn't get that. Anybody, any being, anything that possesses the very life of God is able to do that which God is able to do. Do you have the life of God? You don't believe it. Ruth, do you have the life of God? You have the life of God. So that, does that mean that you can do what God does? Hallelujah. You are not, you are, you are not confident because you are, when you look at your life, you're like, <laughs> the things that I've read or I've heard that God is able to do, when I look at myself, there's a big difference. Or let's come back to my example that I gave earlier. The cat's life and the human life. The cat cannot do what the human beings do because it does not possess the life of the human being. So more or less, you are seeing yourself lesser than who God has made you. Praise the Lord. And that is the error. That's one of the reasons why it looks as if we have so much power, but we can't do anything. And because of that, we are not spiritually aligned. Because the cat cannot be aligned to the human life. No matter what the cat does, it cannot be aligned to the human life. Because it does not possess the life of the human being. So if you and I called sons of God or called children of God, then it means what? Well, we are born from God. Therefore, we have the life of God. Not the life of angels. We have what? The very life of God. Praise the Lord. And I also want us to look at something very interesting, even about words. We're talking about spiritual alignment and how words play um, an important role in our work with God. Hallelujah. And so if you are here, all right, you have to watch the way you speak. Hallelujah. You have to watch the way you speak. And the only way you can determine how you speak is based on what is inside of you. For Bible says the word, out of the out of the word the mouth or out of the heart the mouth speaks. Hallelujah. So whatever is inside of you that is what is going to come out. Praise the Lord. So ask yourself, what has been deposited in me? Praise the Lord. Now when we look at the Bible, right? I've written some few things here that God hated This world that we see by speaking, right? God spoke and everything came to being. Adam named the animals and his wife with words. Praise the Lord. The enemy deceived with words. Praise the Lord. God rescues Noah and his family with words by giving instructions. That Noah build an ark, do this, do that, do that. Praise the Lord. God gives Abraham a son through his word. Are you here? The captivity of Israel was revealed by words. When God visited Abraham, he told Abraham that there's a time coming that your seed or your descendants will go into captivity. All these things were revealed by words. The rescue mission and the commissioning of Israel's deliverer was by words. When you look at Moses, when you look at the judges, anytime God had to come into the scene, he released what? Words. Praise the Lord. The revealing and the birth of Jesus was done by words. Are you here? Victory over temptation in the wilderness was attained by what? Words. Anytime the devil came to Jesus and presented a proposal, Jesus overcame by what? By words. And so, for us to walk in spiritual alignment and divine words, harvest, your words are important. Because we have seen a trend in everything that I've listed here. The trend is what? Words. If you want to see life, it's through words. If you want to see death, through words. Anything that you want to see is through what Words. So, the question is, what word do you possess as an individual? If you want to harvest greatness, do you have greatness captioned in the form of words in you? If you want to see success in the kingdom, do you have the words that come together to form success in you? Anything that you want to see In this life, anything that you want to hold, anything that you want to possess, brother, my sister, you need the words. And not just any mere words, but the right words. Praise the Lord. So, Jesus says something in the book of John chapter 15. Let's read from verse 1 to, I think, 5. Yes. Yes, sir. I am the
0: true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Yes, sir. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Also, hold on, we'll continue very soon. He says what? You are what? Already clean you are of the word.
1: You are already clean because of my hand. No. Because I'm with you. No. Because of what?
0: The word. The
1: word. So, you even see that if you want to remain holy, if you want to remain cleansed, if you want to be like God, who is holy, who is light, and in him there's no darkness. The Bible says what? Because of his word, word, you are
0: already, what? Cleansed. Let's go on. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you. Mm. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself mm. unless it abides in the vine. Right. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Hallelujah. He
1: says what? Verse 4, right? Yes. Which of verse 4? He yes. says, yes. abide in me and what? I in you. I thought it was just enough to abide in him. Right? We are in this auditorium. Right? So, more or less, we are abiding here. Right? Or everything that happens here we receive or we don't. So isn't it enough for Jesus to say abide in me and bear fruit? Oh flow with
0: me. Yeah.
1: But why why is he saying abide in me and my word in you? Why 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 that? Because I thought it would be enough, Charlie. If I'm in Ghana, what, whatever happens in Ghana, actually, I chop some. You understand? Because I'm in Ghana. But he says, Abide in me and my word in you, so that you bear fruit. In other words, if you just abide in him and the word doesn't abide in you, you will not bear fruit. I was like, How is this possible? How does somebody abide in the word, but you call it incomplete? Let's look at the lives of the Pharisees. This is the example God gave me. The Pharisees knew the law. They abided in the word, in the law. Everything they knew was about the law. They were abiding in the law. They knew everything about the Sabbath. They knew everything about Moses wrote in the Bible, or sorry in the laws. Hallelujah. But they were not bearing fruit according to God's plan. Then God showed me that it is possible for one to abide in the word and the word not in him. And this was the example of the Pharisees. They were in the law. They were in the word for sure. But the word was not in them. So everything that the word of God, that is Jesus, came to reveal, they opposed it. Because Jesus was not in them. So then I understood that it is not enough for you to know genesis to revelation when any circumstance comes, you know okay in the book of proverbs chapter one verse this this is what you're supposed to do and apply the word of god when i'm in luck this is what the word of god says this is what i'm gonna apply when i am traveling this is what the word of god any circumstance you find yourself in you have a word that you can propagate that you know what when we do this when we do that the word of god says this and so you're going to receive this result some way some of that is true, but you will not receive the full result. If the word of God is not in you, you may quote Genesis to revelation. Any given time, you will not bear fruit. Hallelujah. Then yesterday I asked the Lord a question. You said you are with us 24/7. Why is it that we are not seeing? It's like we are not seeing, Or you've not asked that question before. Or you don't know. Let, uh, let's look, go to Matthew chapter 1 verse 23. Matthew chapter 1 verse 23.
0: Matthew chapter 1 verse 23. Yes, sir. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, <laughs> which is translated God with us. God
1: with us. Hallelujah. God with us. God says what? He will never leave us nor forsake us. God is what? But why is it that? Ah. Uh, but if God is with us, why am I not seeing God? Or if not, you've not, I was like, hey, Charlie, it. it's like the people here, wow, they they have reached. Hallelujah. They they have gone. They, are, they they know the word, you know, they've encountered the word. Me, I've asked that question before. Wow. It's like, Charlie, it. God has said in his word, you are always with us. Why is it that? It's like, I'm not seeing. And this is the answer he gave me. It's because you don't have the word as much in you. Because the Bible says what? The word is God. So the more word you have, is the more God you have with you. When you understand the word that you have read, when you understand what the word of God is saying, and that word dwells in you, then you will bear that fruit of knowing that, indeed, God is with me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, if you read, you know memory verses, it's powerful. But are those memory verses in you? Are they one with you? And this is how, God God is amazing. This is how God painted a picture to me. How many of you know puzzles? You know, those little stuff that you put together and it forms an image, wonderful image, right? And you will see now, you know what? Verses in the Bible, they are like puzzles, all right, so let's say this screen here, right? This screen can be a whole puzzle thing that we can put together, all right? Because this is one image, we can see everything that's written on it, right? So we see what? The kingdom family of love, the logo of Zion Impact, and it says what? You are welcome to the Agape Mount of what? Zion Impact. You can read this thing. But imagine if I had just this piece, and I'm working with this piece, And I show it to you. You know what? This is the word. It's true. It's part of the word of God. This is part of the word of God. But then I will not be able to know that you are welcome. So, even though God is with me, I have this peace. I am not seeing this side. So, all you are doing is that, Charlie, I'm not welcome. I'm not welcome. But meanwhile, it's here. Praise the Lord. And you see, I like the way God paints pictures. Let me use this example. Did I brought this handbag, all right? And it's there. And God whispered to me that, you know what? Or oh, let me use this example. Let's say this uh, face towel belongs to unforcing. It belongs to hell. It belongs to you, right? But you have no knowledge of it. And it's there. And let's say you need a face towel to do something. Let's say maybe to clean your face or to do whatever. But you are walking around. Meanwhile, it's yours, bro. It's yours. And you have even seen it. But it's like, hey, it's on the altar. Maybe it belongs to Reverend Andrew or somebody else. But because you have no knowledge of this thing belonging to you, you go like, hey, when I came to this place, I didn't get anything to clean my face. Meanwhile, there's provision made for you. That is the word of God. God has made provision. So we go around and we're like, Charlie, go into the bang. Do you know why we say da bang da beng, da bang?
0: <coughs>
1: do, do you know why you say hey, God da beng? Oh, who knows? Charlie, we are preaching. I don't know why Ruth is laughing. <laughs> do, do you know why? Da beng. God, da beng. God, we have prayed and prayed. We have, oh, we have come to check. Oh, how many God? Anna, we have calling your name. You said, call upon me and I'll respond and I'll show you great and mighty things. Even the call, I'm not even sure you've heard my call. Have you seen my missed call, God? I haven't seen it. Hmm?
0: I haven't seen it. Do you know why?
1: (laughs) It's because we don't know, you know the word, call up, but that thing is not in you. It's, it's not in you. So when you are praying, and I, I like the way Apostle is saying this thing. Now, you know, when you are praying, have confidence. Know that God is with you. Do you know why He's able to say that? Because that word has become one with Him. He knows that when I call upon God, no matter what, He will respond. So when it looks like, I've called, 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 and it's like, there's no response. Do you also know the word that says, worry not, for God knows the things that you are in need of. Do you know that word? Do you know why you are saying, da bend, da bend, da bend? It's because you don't know that word. You have heard it before. You have probably read it before, but you don't know it. So like this puzzle, you just have a piece, or maybe you just have why. So, everything why, 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 God, why, why, God, why, God, why, why. That's all you're seeing. But meanwhile, it's not just why, it's what you are welcome to the word agape mount. Not a flat line. A mountain means you are not a commoner. People who dwell on mountains, they see beyond, they see far. Have you been on a mountain before? You've been on a mountain before. How, how's the experience? You see far, if not been there, you go to a it's not a mountain, but it's like one. You, you, it's so beautiful there. Like when you see the acra, the lights, the road, you see cars, you can't even carry hey, this car. Wow, so nice, it's so beautiful. Wow, but when you are down, you won't see it. So you are like the person who has only why. and you say, Oh, God, why, 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 why? But meanwhile, you have come to a, a mountain. Hallelujah. And that mountain is the house of God. He says, but you have come onto Mount Zion. Hallelujah. Where there's what? Deliverance. So if something is pestering you, has that word, do you even know that you're on Mount Zion? That there's deliverance? Do you know what is in Mount Zion? Anybody? Do you know what is there? Are you on Mount Zion? Yes or no? So why is it that we are not seeing? It's because we don't know what is there. We don't know. The word is not in us. So it is very difficult, even though provision has been made for the kingdom citizens, it's like God is a wicked God. No. Bible says God does not change. So if his word says this, if his principle says this, he's not going to change that principle because of your ignorance. What he's going to do is show you mercy. Rather, he'll push you to know his word. It's not like God wants you and I to be in lack. No. God doesn't want you and I to be like, he wants you and I to know his word, so that we can apply the principles of his word, whatever he has said in his word, then we can receive the harvest. Let's look at Matthew chapter 13, verse um, 3, or then we we'll move to 18 to 23.
0: Matthew chapter 13, verse 3, Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. Powerful. He says what? Behold. He did what? A sower went out to sow. A sower. Who's a sower?
1: Who's a sower? A farmer, all right? Yeah, somebody who is a farmer, right? So, one of the things that a sower is expecting is what? Harvest. The sower is not going out to sow because it's fun. Or he's going to do his hobby. Or he thinks that today is the day that let me just go out and just move around. No. The sower went out for a purpose. And that purpose was to sow and reap something. Note this. All right. Let's go. Verse
0: 18. Yes, sir. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. Mm -hmm. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom Mm -hmm. and does not understand it, Then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on the stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures Mm. only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Let's hold on. Let's go back to the stony ground.
1: Verse twenty, sorry, verse eighteen.
0: Verse eighteen. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. Yes. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it. Uh huh. When anyone hears what? The word of the. When
1: anyone hears the word of the kingdom, that is the seed that was given, and does not what.
0: Understand 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 it. What happens to that person? Then the wicked one comes and snatches away. Then the wicked so one comes and that's what snatches away, snatches
1: what has been received. Yeah. So like this face towel, God has prepared this face towel for you. But if you don't understand, first of all, what this is, what this can do, how you are supposed to use it. Bible says what? The enemy will come and snatch it. Yeah. Now, the problem is not with the seed. Are you here? The problem is not with the seed. And it's amazing how sometimes we blame the seed, which is God's word. But God, your word says, I'm already not seeing this. But God, your word says this. Why aren't we seeing this? God, your word says this. Why aren't we seeing this? You blame the seed. But guess what? The reason why that one who received the seed and the enemy came and took it, it's because that person lacked understanding. So could it be that that thing that we have been crying and calling God, even before you were born, was already given to you? But because you and I lack understanding, guess what? The enemy comes and takes it. So it it looks as if God is the wicked one. But you see, anyone who lacks understanding, you are not spiritually aligned. Yeah. Hallelujah. Anybody who lacks understanding in the things of God, you are not spiritually what? Aligned. Because in the word of God, in God's plan, maybe tomorrow by this time, God expects you and I to reach a certain height. But because we lack what? Understanding. That vision that God has. That you know what? Tomorrow by this time, I want my children to be like this. And tomorrow comes, and his children are not like that. Do you think we'll be aligned? Are we going to be aligned? No. Why? Because we lack understanding. Praise the Lord. Uh, Let's go to the next one.
0: But he will receive the seed on the... But he will receive the seed on stony places. This is he who hears the word. And immediately receives it with joy. Wow. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. Mm. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, Mm. immediately he stumbles. Immediately he stumbles. So let's take it like um, step by step. One who received the seed
1: by the stone. Right? He says, the one who receives the seed by the stone. He says, by, by. In other words, there's a certain process that this person wants, receive the word of God. The one who received the word by the stone. He says, well, he receives with joy. In other words, joy is also included when you are receiving from God. When God is speaking, when God is delivering, when God is presenting and you don't have joy, forget it. In the arena of God, you are not aligned. When the word of God is coming, you must receive it with what? Joy. Joy. But not joy alone. (laughs) Hallelujah. Is this what? Let's go.
0: Yet he has no root in himself. Yet he
1: has no root in himself. That person is shallow. God doesn't want you and I to be shallow. Praise the Lord. He says oh, the spirit of God, he reveals the deep things of God. God doesn't just want to re- uh, reveal what? The shallow things like the, you know, it's good. It's good. When you come to God, right? He reveals the milk stuff. It's very powerful. But God wants to reveal what? The deep things. But because you and I are not deep or we don't, we lack what? Depths. Our, our roots are not deep. What happens?
0: But yet he has no root in himself. But in only and wow, it just endures only for a oh God. So, man of God, it, it,
1: it also says that what, when the word of God is coming, there's a season to which you are supposed to wait or go through to receive your harvest. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, if the word of God has come, one other thing you need to know, and this comes by understanding, that you know what, when the word of God comes, there's a season I must wait yeah. for manifestation. If I'm not able to go through that season and I only endure for a while, what will happen to you?
0: For when tribulation or persecution arises (laughs) because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Immediately
1: he stumbles. In other words, in the season of manifestation, the season that has been allocated to what God wants to see in your life, there are what? Trials and temptations. It's part. If you don't Know this if you don't understand this, you only endure for a while and say, like, Charlie, game my bread, and then pff, it's gone,
0: even though you receive the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's look at the next one. Now he who received seed among the thorns, right? Is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Oh Jesus. He says what? He who received the word
1: by. I like the word "the by. In other words, what? There's a way that you and I receive God's word. There is a way. So the one that receives
0: God's word by the thorny places. Bible says what? Now he who received seed among the thorns Mm -hmm. is he who hears the word. Yes. And the cares of this world. And the cares, the troubles of this world.
1: When he hears that, you know what, they are increasing the tariffs of ECG and what we you're like, hey, and you're thinking, Charlie, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to do this? Or <laughs> you have received admission to a school and they say, you know what, we will only give you 25%. Hey, how am I going to pay the 75%? So you're worried. Meanwhile, the word of God that came to you is that, you know what, you are going to school and I'm going to provide for you. Everything will move smoothly. But when you heard that the school said, you know what? We are only give you 25%. You are worried. And you begin to worry. What will happen to you and that word? It says, because of that thought, it, it, it
0: will choke it. And, and then what happened? And you the become, deceitfulness of riches choked the word and he becomes unfruitful. He becomes unfruitful. But
1: guess what? Like we read from the beginning, the sower went out to sow. There's an end in sight. The sower is expecting a certain kind of what? Result, which is the fruit. That is God. The sower is God. So the way that came to you that you are going to school, God wants to see you in school. Oh You don't understand? Yeah. The word of God that came to you, God wants to see that end. Then why did God give that word? And it's amazing how sometimes we think that God, God gives or God speaks. And we think God, no, no, God, this one, you have to check it again. Then why did he speak? Why did he speak? If God has declared that I'm going to provide for you, why is he saying that? In other words, God doesn't want to see you in lack. Praise the Lord. You think God is happy seeing you in lack? Hmm? No. So then what is the problem? So let's move to the next one.
0: But he who received seed on the good ground. Right. He who hears the word mm-hmm. and understands, and understands it. it. Who indeed bears, bears fruit as produces fruit. some a hundredfold, some sixty, some, some thirty
1: hallelujah it says this one he received the word on the good soil is one who hears the word and what Understands understands the word so when the word of god comes like we've seen we realize that you know what when the word of god comes it takes time for manifestation there's a period there's a season for manifestation and in that period and in that season one of the things that i need as a believer, is endurance. No farmer goes out to sow and expect that tomorrow by this time the mango tree will be out. And then you go and stand at the saw, Master, why? I planted it yesterday. Why aren't you up? Who does that? <laughs> Same day, even God, Bishop, it's amazing. Even God waits. God waits. Why did it take God six days to create the earth? Why did He wait? I thought God could just say, boom, and everything was up. Why does God have to wait? And day one, he does this. Day two, he does this. Day three, day four, day five, day six, then day seven, he takes his rest. Isn't God too powerful to just do everything in day one? Oh, I think he is. I think he is. He can do it. But he had to wait. Day one. I don't know how long day one was. I don't know. 24 hours, we don't know. 2 billion years, we don't know. But he waited before he moved to day two. So if we are created in the image and in the likeness of God, one of the things that is expected for you and I to walk in spiritual alignment and divine harvest is the attitude of waiting. Oh, you didn't hear that. Yeah, we don't like it. Waiting is not nice. Yeah, it's not nice. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's not nice. Waiting is not nice. <laughs> you want drive through microwave two minutes, then we're out of here. We're out. Like then everything is sorted. But look, look at your father. Me, I'm going back to the creation story. Day one, day two, day three, up to day seven. Create everything on day one, rest on day two, then we move. Anna? Yeah. And we're out of here. But he had to. So if this is somebody we are following, who can wait? We'll come to um, um, John 11 very soon. It's so beautiful. Like, you hear that your friend Lazarus is sick and say, no, let me wait two days. Who'll come there? L- let me wait. Come on. Somebody you love. You, you love your husband, don't you? Yeah, you've heard that your husband is sick. You said Charlie, my man came. Hallelujah. It says the one whom you love is ill or is sick. Then she says, oh, we'll get there very soon. We'll get there. He says, let me wait. <laughs> he said this is not love. Let me wait. Let, let me wait. This is the God we are following. Like, uh, we are not painting another God. We are not following a genie or three wishes, God, or something. No, 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 no. That's That's not what we are talking about. If you think that's what we are talking about, then wrong place. We are talking about the God who made heaven and earth. If God is able to wait for six days to create everything, then who are you? to neglect waiting. You see, when you understand waiting, you know that in, 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 in everything that God does is beautiful. Hallelujah. He says in his time, he makes all things what? In his time. Into whose time are you having? Your own time? If you have your own time, then you have to use your own mechanics to make sure that all things are beautiful. You can't expect to have your own time and expect God to work with your time. Is he following your word or his word? Bishop, look at this. Even God follows his word. How much more you? (laughs) Even God. Even God. God God, Do you know God? Do you know God? God, maker of heaven and earth. Nobody gave birth to him. He didn't need some, some life support to come. Nobody gave birth to God. Nobody he is on himself. Himself. The self existing one himself, even him, follows his word. If he, and also, it's beautiful. He it says, What? All things were made by his word. It is some things. So. All things were made by the word of God. So, who are you to neglect the word of God? God himself does not neglect the word, but you expect God to follow your word? Oh, my. When you become God on your own, then you, you, when you, you create your, own, your your stuff, everything around you, then you can follow. Then it's powerful. You can move in that direction. But don't expect God to neglect his word and follow your word. Hallelujah. You will not be spiritually aligned. Unless you're expecting a setting, another form of harvest. That one is fine. God God has no problem with you. But you are expecting a harvest and you want to use your ways and you add God into it. Oh, sorry. It's not like God hates you. He, He can't go against his word. That's his word. So guess what? I think there's a formula we can derive here. If I want to please God, if I want to benefit from God, why don't I follow his word? If I want to experience the blessings of God, that which has been said, that which has been written, if I want to experience it, why don't I follow it? Hallelujah. If I want to go to a from here, yeah, there are, there are ways to get there, right? At least I'll take one of the ways. But I can't say I'm going to come when I'm heading towards this side. It doesn't work like that. Praise the Lord. And so we ought to take these things very seriously. Hallelujah. Let's look at the book of Matthew chapter 14, verse 27 to 30. I'm still trying to present the word of God to you. And why you must heed to the word of God so that you will benefit from God's word.
0: Matthew chapter 14, verse 27 to 30. 30, Yes, sir. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Mm. Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Right. So Mm. he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Hallelujah. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, Mm. he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out, saying, Lord, save
1: me. Save me. Hallelujah. Have you come to the point where it looks like what you're facing is an impossibility? Oh, raise your hand. Have you? Yeah. It it doesn't look like, actually, it is. (laughs) That thing you're facing is an impossibility. Have Have you been there before? If you've been there before, like Peter, right? It was impossible. In fact, it is still impossible for man to walk on water hallelujah it's impossible but here's the case where peter receives or encounters an impossibility and guess what he asked the lord a question lord if it is you bid me to come and what did jesus say come come he says what what is come let's oh let's do it. what's come it's a command yes Go, who said word? god bless you yes it is a command it's true but it's a word Peter was able to walk on water because of the word camp. You didn't get it. <laughs> he didn't apply any physics oh, or some levitation progress. No, 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 no. He says, Lord, look, look, look at it. Let's let's analyze it very carefully. He yeah. says, Lord, Lord, if. If it is you, it means it could be somebody else. Oh. Lord, if it is you, tell me to come. That's that's what um, it, it basically means. Bid me to come. Tell me to come. Then the Lord says, come. And guess what? Peter walks on the water. The word, the word, all he heard was what? Come. That is the word. So if, oh Jesus. Hmm. If you encounter an impossibility, like everybody raise their hands right now, like you encountered a possibility, an impossibility, what do you have to do? Do you have to cry? Do you have to wail? Do you have to worry? What do you have to do? Which word? How? There's a process. Let's not jump it. All. Let's, we are doing what? Spiritual alignment. You know, like, you see, <laughs> you say you speak the word. That's that's one of the things we do that we yeah. don't see fruit yeah. in our life. We think that, you know what? When I quote, let there be light, there was light. Therefore, light must come. It is the word of God, yes. But is that what Jesus is saying at that particular time? No. Mm-mm.
0: What did Peter do? Let's read it again. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he let's walk on the water. Phase.
1: Let's go to the previous. Higher,
0: the previous and phase. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, Lord, if it is you. In other words, he asked the Lord.
1: I have faced an impossibility. Lord, if it is you. You don't just go, Lord, this is the word of God. I let there be light and there was light. I declare, I'm I'm the head and not the tail. I just declare and I'm moving. No. You ask the Lord, what is God saying about this impossibility? Guess what? Peter was not the only one in the boat. All of them could have asked, Lord, if it is you, let us come. But who walked on the water? It was Peter because Peter asked. The rest were in the boat. In, in other words, they were still facing the impossibility. So, if you are in the boat and it's shaking you, and you are crying, and you don't do anything, guess what? You'll still be in that impossibility. Wow. And it's not that God doesn't want you to. You see, I don't like. I, like I said earlier on, God will not go against His word. If it was not His will that Peter should walk on water, He wouldn't call him. He came to reveal a certain life. The life of God. The very life of God. Which is able to tread upon every impossibility. That is the life of God. That is the kingdom of God. Every impossibility. And look at it. I've I've also written something here. That when the word of God is introduced into any situation. The glory of God is seen. The impossibility is achieved. How many of you have seen a rock? given water before. Like the rock is there, no. But what happened? When Moses met God and told God that the people said they need water. Moses didn't say, you know what? I'm the one who met God on the mountain. I am the one who God used my staff to swallow serpents. Let me use my staff and turn it to a serpent, and let the serpent speak to the rock, and the rock will give forth water. Wow. No. This is what people are crying. And they say what? Speak to the rock. So we wait for the instruction. We wait for the word of God. And Bible says what? Faith comes by hearing. Faith that is not born of you, my, my friend. Faith is not what? born of you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of what? Of God. So, if you have faced that impossibility, yeah, you know Genesis from chapter one to Revelation, powerful. We thank God for your life. But what is God saying? Do you realize that when Jesus was walking on the face of the earth, he never performed a miracle in a um, he never repeated the process in which he performed a miracle. There were diverse ways. So if yesterday, God has instructed you, you know what, create clay out of the soil and put it on the eyes of this man and this man will see. When you saw the miracle, wow. So now when you see blind men, all you do is, yeah. And you make, (laughs) you make all manner of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You make, because yesterday you saw it. And then pst, 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 like this. because it's the, isn't it the Word of God? Wasn't it the word of God? It was the word of God. and it is the word of God. but that's not how God wants you and I to walk. If we are to walk in spiritual alignment, we have to know what God is saying about every specific thing. And yesterday he told me, he said, well, time my word is revealed in the way that I want it to be revealed in a situation, my glory is seen. And he defined glory as this. When the impossibility becomes possible, that's glory. Hallelujah. So, child of God, my bread, my bread, my bread, my bread. What is God saying? That is spiritual alignment. When I walk in that way, when I apply myself, so you see, that's the process. And the word of God will only teach you how to receive from God. So we've learned from Peter that in any situation that we meet, that there's an impossibility. The first thing I have to do is not to cry. Hello? I must not what? No, that is not it. They are crying, ring, 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 ring. And you expect God to come to see me cry? No, he can't see you crying. He's expecting you to come. Ask me and I'll give you. I'll show you. Hallelujah. That is the only way you and I will bear fruit. of God, um, I... I want to say this and say this and say this thing again. God is not wicked, though. Oh, my, my. A few weeks I'll share this with you. Now, God, He hasn't changed, though. That thing really hates me, man of God. God hasn't changed. The God who created heaven is that same God today. He's here. The same, same, same. So, if that same God bid Peter come, when I ask him, Lord, should I come? And he says, Come, I'll go. Yeah. God has not changed. My brother, my sister, God has not what? He hasn't changed. Don't think times and seasons have changed God. Say, hey, these people, they are smart. Talking about the human beings, let me show them. No. God hasn't changed. So, for us to be victorious, we have to know the way of God. Period. Are you here? Hallelujah. Let's jump to, because of time, let's jump to John chapter 11, verse 11 to 15.
0: John chapter 11, verse 11 to 15. Yes, sir. These things he said, and after that he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. Hold on. Look at Jesus.
1: I said, our friend is asleep. I'm going to wake him up. Hello. And a disciple, and that's how we treat God, like okay, he's asleep once he wake up. He will wake up, yeah. and and look at something. What what does he say again?
0: However, Jesus spoke of his death, mm. but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in.
1: Hallelujah! Another verse, he said what? And Jesus spoke plainly. He spoke plain. One thing you have to know, God. One thing about God. All right, God. He doesn't like to speak plainly, but he expects you to understand. Why? Because he has given you and I the mystery to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Yeah. So those of who you are asking, God, why don't you like speaking plainly? I've shown you. He's like that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it does not mean that because God does not speak plainly, he doesn't want you, you and I to understand him. No. He explains it. You see, when he spoke about the parable, then he took the disciples aside. They came. You know what? Then he began to explain. And now, then, then he now begins to open. Now he begins to speak, quote-unquote, plainly. So don't be um, hurt or don't be sad. When God, God speaks, tomorrow by this time, I'll do this. God, you do what? I say, I'll do this. Then you are there. No, know that this is how God is. He speaks like He speaks in mysterious ways. But guess what? He has given you an eye to understand. So don't be what? Sad when you see a dream from God or whatever, or you hear the word of God, you don't understand. Then you're like, Oh God, I don't understand. What am I gonna do? Then you are there, like God, speak plainly. No, take your time, like the disciples, Lord. You said. Our friend Lazarus is asleep. What do you mean?
0: Then he opens it up to you. Let's go. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, Mm. that you may believe. Mm. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Mm. Then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Four days. The man you love.
1: When Jesus came to the scene, the guy's been dead long ago. Or oh, four days. Maybe four days is not long. But yeah, he's dead. Four days. Four days, they are pound. Right? It's gone, Charlie. The guy is gone. Maybe if he was going, he was going, cry. And then you came. Oh, we have some hope. Or maybe he went and then you came the following day. Oh, Abia. You know. But four days. Oh, Charlie, right now, it's gone. It's gone. And that's what an impossibility.
0: Yeah.
1: It's what it's an impossibility. So we conclude. Four days they are it's, it's done. Have you have you been there before? Yeah. Hey, ask for this one, there, Charlie? It's, it's, done. it's done. It's done. It's a done deal. It's done. But look, also, let's look at what Jesus said before before the four days. That I thank God that
0: i and and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there mm-hmm. that you may believe. Nevertheless, that, let us go
1: to him. It says that you may be. In other words, there's an end in sight. Yeah. So, those of you who are saying end hey, to God, you waited for how many days? You didn't even go and visit Lazarus and he died and you are questioning God. Hey, God now why? God now this. God now why? God now this. But guess what? He answers the reason why he had to wait so that may that you may believe. So God wants to boost your belief. So sometimes the reason why God may take extra four days so that when that situation looks like, it's done. Every man, every woman, every person is saying, you know what, this thing is concluded. God wants to boost your belief. So it's not that God is wicked. It's not that God cannot come before the time. It's not that God cannot sit where he was sitting and speak a word for Lazarus to be healed because he had done it before. He said, speak your word and my servant will be healed. And guess what? The servant was healed. God had not, didn't have to go to what? The servant to heal that servant. So God or oh Jesus could have stayed where he was and say, you know what? Lazarus be healed, and Lazarus will be healed, and everybody will be happy. But guess what? He waited. Why? Because so that you will believe, and believing is part of spiritual alignment. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, God wants you and I to believe. So the reason, or one of the reasons why God will have to wait in your time, extra days, is so that you he will boost your belief. Do you want your belief to be boosted? No, I don't want it. Do it another way. He's God. Come on.
0: He's God. Hallelujah. Man of God, let's continue. So when Jesus came, he mm-hmm. found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Yes. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem about two miles away yeah. And many of the Jews had joined the woman around Martha and Mary To comfort them concerning their brother mm. Then Martha as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming right. Went and met him. met him But Mary was sitting in the house Now Martha said to Jesus Lord if you had been here My if brother would not here. have died Very very original, true Very true if Lord, you see, she heard, Bible says, well, she
1: heard that Jesus was coming, so she ran to meet Jesus. And says, oh Lord, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. Is it true or it's not true? Very true. Martha was expressing her head. She was pained. Oh, my brother, my brother is gone. Oh, Jesus, if you were here. If you were here, if you were here. Lord, if you were here, when I was applying for that school, if you were here by this time, oh, Lord, I don't need to get all these essays and I'm writing scholars. If you were here, my mother would have been healed. If you were here, my father would have been healed. If you were here, my story would have changed. Lord, why weren't you here? So that you believe.
0: ha. <laughs> hallelujah let's go on but even now i know that whatever you ask of god Mm. god will give you also look at this it says but
1: even now whatever you ask of god he'll do what give you what was the expectation of martha let's let's look at this very critically what was the expectation of martha that her brother will not die right her brother will be healed so, with that, with what she's saying, it means that me- uh, Martha was, in a sense, expecting that Jesus would change the situation. Right? But let's look at something. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Mm. Now, <laughs> he said, What? Jesus said, "Well, oh, come on, flow with me. I'm, I'm flowing with you guys. So flow with me, flow with me. Jesus says, What? Your brother, Your brother will rise again. again. What does that mean? Let's, let's take, for instance, if you've not heard this story before, yeah. what does that mean? There's a second coming, alright? What does it mean? It's not over, right? What does it mean? Oh, come on, come on. You oh, it's uh, simple. It means, what? Resurrection, right? Okay, let's continue, man of God.
0: Martha said to him, mm-hmm. I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day.
1: Look at Martha again. Martha knows the word of God. Like us. Yeah. I know that in the last day, in the, she believes that there's a day coming. That called what? The resurrection, resurrection. day. So, whether, whatever it is, if it's uh, 5,000 years, 10,000 years, next week, next hour, I know there's a day. They, that, but that day, to her, that day is not up.
0: But look at Jesus. Oh my God. Look at Jesus, man of God. But he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Yes. Jesus said to her, mm. I am the resurrection I, and the life.
1: I am what?
0: The resurrection. You,
1: you don't get it. You don't. When, when I read the scripture, I also thought about it the same way. That I know that there's a day coming. Maybe next week. Next year. Next 20 years. Next 30 years. That day is an event. But Jesus reveals something very interesting to us. He says what? That that day you are talking about is not an event. That day is a person. That day is a person. You don't have to wait till you get to next year. You don't have to wait till you get next two years. You don't have to wait till you get next five years. Next 10 years. Next 20 years. Next 30 years. That day is here.
0: Hallelujah.
1: That day is what? it's here, don't wait for a certain day, then he explains to me, why God says, when Moses asked God, when I go to your children, what name should I tell them, and God didn't give him a name, like, El Shaddai, no, or Adonai, no, he would have limited himself, and guess what, God is limitless, so he says what, I am, oh God, I, I am, I am. Are you looking for resurrection? He says, I am. Don't wait for a certain day. In the calendar of God, when God determines that this is your resurrection day, let man say whatever they want. That will be your day of resurrection. Uh, You didn't get it. That will be your day of resurrection. And then he says, I am the bread of life. Anyone who eats of me will receive life. We are not waiting for a certain day to come to receive bread. No. He says, I am. So, Master, that day that you are looking forward to, I am. That day has come. That day that you thought was 50 years ago, that day is standing before you. That day is standing before you. Man of God, let's continue. He
0: who believes in me, Mm -hmm. though he may die, he shall live. Do you see the revelation here? He who believes in me, did
1: Lazarus believe in Jesus? Yes, he did. Martha and Mary, did they believe in Jesus? Yes, they did. He says what? He who believes in me, though he dies, what? He shall live. So it may be four days extra. Oh, God. <laughs> in your eyes, it is impossible, but with me, oh, God. Why did God say it? For with God, all, oh, all things, Bible says, all things, all things are possible. All things, when you have this, oh, God, it gives you hope. It gives you hope. So when you go oh, to the hospital and the hospital has declared, you know, in this case, if you've never seen it before. We have tried all our gimmicks. We have never seen this before. Or you come across any situation. This thing has never been done before. No man has gone through this. No man has been able to succeed. Oh, no. You rest assured. You are rest assured. You sit back and you relax and you sing a song to God. Oh, Jesus. We are asafu yehua. Wu ya kro, kro, kro. Then you sing mo, 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 mo. Adiawaya mami. Mo, 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 mo. Adiawaya mame Mo, 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 mo. Adiawaya mami. Mitu minka. Adiawaya, Jesu mo 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 Adia, mo 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 yeah, mean to me. And you're saying you thank because you know the word. You've not just read that for with God all things are possible. You know it is possible with God. It is what? It is possible with God. So you lift up your voice and thank Him. That's what Jesus Christ did when He stood be- before the tomb of Lazarus, He gave thanks. He says, Father, I know that you hear me, but for the sake of these people, then he declared, Lazarus, come out. And that which they were expecting, now
0: they got it. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministry.